You are listening to the FIFA Agent Exam Podcast, presented by Sports Agent Institute. Sports Agent Institute is your ultimate resource for preparing and succeeding in the FIFA Player Agent Exam. FIFA Disciplinary Codes General Provisions Object This code describes infringements of the rules in FIFA regulations, determines the sanctions incurred, regulates the organisation and function of the FIFA judiciary bodies responsible for taking decisions and their procedures to be followed before said bodies. Scope of Application – Substantive Law This code applies to every match and competition organised by FIFA and to matches and competitions in association football that do not fall under the jurisdiction of the confederations and or the associations unless otherwise stipulated in this code. This code also applies to any breach of FIFA's statutory objectives as well as any of FIFA's rules that do not fall under the jurisdiction of any other FIFA body. Scope of personal application The following are subject to this code. A associations. B. Members of associations, in particular the clubs. C. Officials. D. Players. E. Match officials. F. Football agents licensed by FIFA. G. Match agents licensed by FIFA. H. Single entity leagues. I. Anyone elected or assigned by FIFA to exercise a function, in particular with regards to a match, competition or other event organised by FIFA. Scope of Temporal Application This code applies to all disciplinary offences committed following the date on which it comes into force. This code applies to all disciplinary offences committed prior to the date on which it comes into force, subject to any milder sanctions that would apply under previous rules. Disciplinary proceedings investigated against someone who was under FIFA's jurisdiction, as per Article 3, on the day of the alleged disciplinary offence, shall not be abandoned by the FIFA judicial body solely because the person involved is no longer under FIFA's jurisdiction. Applicable law. The FIFA judicial bodies base their decisions a. primarily on the FIFA statutes as well as FIFA's regulations, circulars, directives and decisions, and the laws of the game and b. subsidiarily on Swiss law and any other law that the competent judicial bodies deem applicable. Disciplinary measures. The following disciplinary measures may be imposed on natural and legal persons. a. warning, b. reprimand, c. fine or any other pecuniary measures, d. return of awards, e. withdrawal of a title, f order to fulfil a financial obligation arising or existing in the context of a trial. The following disciplinary measures may be imposed on natural persons only a. Suspension for a specific number of matches or for a specific period b. Ban from dressing rooms and or team bench c. Ban on taking part in any football related activity d. Community football service e. Suspension or withdrawal of a football agent licence. F. Suspension or withdrawal of a match agent licence. The following disciplinary measures may be imposed on legal persons only. A. Ban on registering new players. 
B. Playing a match without spectators. C. Playing a match with a limited number of spectators. D. Playing a match on neutral territory. E. Ban on playing in particular stadium. F. Annulment of the results of a match. G. Deduction of points. H. Relegation to a lower division. I. Expulsion from a competition in progress or from future competitions. J. Forfeit. K. Replaying a match. L. Implementation of prevention plan. M. Forfeiture of training rewards that are due. N. Payment of restitution to an affiliated club. O. Payment of a specific amount to a club or a member association. Fines shall not be less than CHF 100 or more than CHF 1 million. Associations are jointly liable for fines imposed on representative team players and officials. The same applies to clubs in respect of their players and officials. The disciplinary measures provided for in this code may be combined. Directives Directives require those affected by them to behave in a certain manner. In addition to disciplinary measures, the FIFA judicial bodies may issue directives stipulating the manner in which the disciplinary measure may be carried out, including the date and conditions on which the disciplinary measure is enforced. The FIFA judicial bodies may also award compensation for damage where an association or club is liable for that damage on the basis of Articles 8 or 17. Responsibility Unless otherwise specified in this code, infringements are punishable regardless of whether they have been committed deliberately or negligently. In particular, associations and clubs may be responsible for the behaviour of their members, players, officials or supporters, or any other persons carrying out a function on their behalf, even if the association or club concerned can prove the absence of any fault or negligence. Acts amounting to attempt are also punishable. Anyone who takes part in committing an infringement or induces someone to do so, whether as an instigator or accomplice, may be sanctioned. Decisions of the referee Decisions taken by the referee on the field of play are final and may not be reviewed by the FIFA judicial bodies. In cases where a decision by the referee involves an obvious error, such as mistaking the identity of a player penalised, the FIFA judicial bodies may only review the disciplinary consequences of that decision. In cases of mistaken identity, disciplinary proceedings may, in accordance with this code, be opened against the player who was actually at fault. A protest against a caution or a sending off from the field of play after two cautions is admissible only if the referee's error was to mistake the identity of the player. In cases of serious misconduct, disciplinary action may be taken even if the referee and their assistants did not see the event in question and were therefore unable to take any action. The provisions of this code relating to the protests against match results affected by a referee's decision that was an obvious violation of a rule remain applicable. Limitation period for prosecution Infringements may no longer be prosecuted in accordance with the following periods. A. Two years for the infringement committed during a match. B. 
10 years for anti-doping rule violations, as defined in the FIFA anti-doping regulations, infringements relating to international transfers involving minors and match manipulation. C. 5 years for all other offences. The limitation period runs as follows. A. From the day on which the perpetrator commits infringement. B. If the infringement is recurrent, from the day on which the most recent infringement was committed. C. If the infringement lasted a certain period, from the day on which it ended. D. From the day on which the decision of the Dispute Resolution Chamber, the FIFA Players Status Committee and the Court of Arbitration for Sport, CAS, becomes final and binding. The limitation periods set out above are interrupted by all procedural acts, starting afresh with each interruption. Duty to report. Anyone subject to this code shall immediately report to the Secretariat of the Disciplinary Committee any violations of, or an attempt to violate, the code by any third party. Anyone subject to this code who makes an unfounded or irresponsible accusation may be sanctioned. Duty to collaborate. The party shall act in good faith throughout the proceedings. The parties or the persons subject to this code shall collaborate to establish the facts and, in particular, comply with the requests for information from an RFA body, committee, subsidiary or instance, as well as from the FIFA administration. In particular, persons subject to this code shall help establish and or clarify the facts of a case or any possible breaches of this code and, in particular, shall provide any evidence requested. Any breach of this article by any person subject to this code may lead to the appropriate sanctions being imposed by the relevant judicial body. If the parties fail to collaborate, especially if they ignore the stipulated time limits, the judicial body may nonetheless reach a decision on the case using the file in its possession. Offences Offensive behaviour and violations of the principles of fair play Associations and clubs, as well as their players, officials and other members and or person carrying out a function on their behalf, must respect the law of the game, as well as the FIFA statutes and FIFA's regulations, directives, guidelines, circulars and decisions, and comply with the principles of fair play, loyalty and integrity. For example, anyone who acts in any of the following ways may be subject to disciplinary measures. A. Violating the basic rules of decency conduct. B. Insulting a natural or legal person in any way, especially by using offensive gestures, signs or language. C. Using a sports event for demonstrations of a non-sporting nature. D. Behaving in a way that brings the sport of football and or FIFA into disrepute. E. Actively altering the age of players shown on the identity cards they produce at competitions that are subject to age limits. Disorderliness at matches and competitions. Misconduct of players and officials. Players and officials shall be suspended for misconduct as specified below and may be fined accordingly. A. One match for players who are sent off for denying the opposing team a goal or an obvious goal scoring opportunity. B. At least one match or an appropriate period of time for unsporting behaviour towards an opponent or a person other than a match official. C. 
at least one match for officials who are sent off for dissent by word or action. D. At least one match for deliberately receiving a yellow card or a red card, including in order to be suspended for an upcoming match or to ultimately have a clean record. E. At least two matches for serious foul play. F. At least two matches for provoking spectators at a match by any means. G. At least two matches or a specific period for acting with obvious intent to cause a match official to make an incorrect decision or supporting their error and judgment, therefore causing them to make an incorrect decision. H. At least three matches for violent conduct. I. At least three matches or an appropriate period of time for assault, including elbowing, punching, kicking, biting, spitting, or hitting an opponent or a person other than a match official. J. At least four matches or an appropriate period of time for unsporting behaviour towards a match official. K. At least ten matches or an appropriate period of time for intimidating or threatening a match official. L. At least 15 matches or an appropriate period of time for assaulting a match official, including elbowing, punching, kicking, biting, spitting or hitting. The misconduct described in paragraph 1, B, F, J and K is also subject to the respective sanctions in this code, despite the fact that the offences have been committed off the field of play, including via social networks. If the suspension is to be served in terms of matches, only those actually played by the respective team count towards execution of the suspension. It is not necessary for a player to be included on the team sheet for the respective match or competition in order for a match suspension to be considered served. A player or official who, in the context of a match, including pre and post match, or competition, publicly incites others to hatred or violence will be sanctioned with a ban on taking part in any football related activities for no less than six months and with a minimum fine of CHF 5000. In serious cases, in addition to the above sanctions and in particular if the infringement is committed using social networks and or the mass media, such as the press, radio or television, or takes place on a match day in and around a stadium, the minimum fine will be CHF 20,000. If a nation or a club team conducts itself improperly, for example, if individual disciplinary sanctions are imposed by the referee on five or more players, three or more in the case of futsal, during a match, disciplinary measures may also be taken against association or clubs concerned. Additional disciplinary measures may also be imposed in all cases. Discrimination Any person who offends the dignity or integrity of a country, a person or a group of people through contemptuous discrimination or derogatory words or actions on account of race, skin colour, ethnicity, nationality, social origin, gender, disability, sexual orientation, language, religion, political or any other opinion, wealth, birth or any other status or any other reason shall be sanctioned with a suspension lasting at least 10 matches or a specific period or any other appropriate disciplinary measure. If one or more associations or club supporters engage in behaviour described in paragraph 1, the association or club responsible will be subject to following disciplinary measures. A. For a first offence, playing a match with a limited number of spectators and a fine of at least CHF 20,000, 
shall be imposed on the association or clubs concerned. For recidivists, or if the circumstances of the case require it, disciplinary measures such as the implementation of a prevention plan, a fine, a points deduction, playing one or more matches without spectators, a ban on playing in a particular stadium, the forfeiting of a match, expulsion from a competition or relegation to a lower division may be imposed on the association or club concerned. The competent judicial body may deviate from the above minimum sanctions if the association and or club concerned commits to developing, in conjunction with FIFA, a comprehensive plan to ensure action against discrimination and to prevent repeated incidents. The plan shall be approved by FIFA and shall include at least the following three focused areas. A. Educational activities, including a communications campaign aimed at supporters and the general public. The effectiveness of the campaign will be reviewed regularly. B. Stadium security and dialogue measures, including a policy on how offenders will be identified and dealt with through football sanctions, a policy on escalation to state criminal legal authorities, and a dialogue with supporters and influencers on how to create change. C. Partnerships, including working with supporters, NGOs, experts and stakeholders to advise on and support the action plan and ensure effectiveness of ongoing implementation. Persons who are bound by this code and have been a victim of potential discriminatory behaviour may be invited by the respective judicial body to make an oral or written victim impact statement and will have the right to request a motivated decision in proceedings before the judicial bodies as well as to lodge an appeal and act as party in the disciplinary appeal proceedings in accordance with the applicable provisions of this code. Unless there are exceptional circumstances, if a match is abandoned by the referee because of a racist and or discriminatory conduct, the match shall be declared forfeit. Unplayed matches and abandonment. If a match cannot take place or cannot be played in full for reasons other than force majeure, but due to the behaviour of a team or behaviour for which an association or a club is liable, the association or the club will be sanctioned with a minimum fine of CHF 10,000. The match will either be forfeited or replayed. Additional disciplinary measures may be imposed on the association or club concerned. If a match was abandoned and is to be replayed in full, any caution issued during the match shall be annulled. If a match was abandoned, in particular for reasons of force majeure, and it recommences at the minute at which the play was interrupted, any caution imposed before the match was abandoned remains valid for the remainder of the match. If the match is not to be replayed, the cautions received by the team shall be upheld. Order and security at matches. Host clubs and associations are responsible for order and security both in and around the stadium before, during and after matches. Without prejudice to their responsibility for the inappropriate behaviour of their own supporters, they are liable for incidents of any kind, including but not limited to those listed in paragraph 2 below, and may be subject to disciplinary measures and directives unless they can prove they have not been negligent in any way in the organisation of the match. In particular, associations, clubs and licensed match agents who organise matches shall a. assess the degree of risk posed by the match and notify the FIFA bodies of those that are especially high risk b. 
comply with and implement existing safety rules, as FIFA regulations, national laws, international agreements, and take every safety precaution demanded by the circumstances in and around the stadium before, during and after the match, and if incidents occur, c. Ensure the safety of the match officials and the players and the officials of the visiting team during their stay. d. Keep local authorities informed and collaborate with them actively and effectively. e. Ensure that the law and order are maintained in and around the stadiums and that matches are organised properly. All associations and clubs are liable for inappropriate behaviour on the part of one or more of their supporters as stated below and may be subject to disciplinary measures and directives even if they can prove the absence of any negligence in relation to the organisation of the match. a. The invasion or attempted invasion of the field of play. b. The throwing of objects. c. The lighting of fireworks or any other objects. d. The use of laser pointers or similar electronic devices. e. The use of gestures, words, objects and any other means to transmit a message that is not appropriate for a sports event, particularly messages that are of a political, ideological, religious or offensive nature. F. Acts of damage. G. Causing a disturbance during national anthems. H. Any other lack of order or discipline observed in or around the stadiums. Protests. Associations and their clubs are entitled to lodge protests. Protests must reach the disciplinary committee in writing via the FIFA legal portal, indicating the relevant grounds within 24 hours of the end of the match in question. The 24-hour time limit cannot be extended. For the sake of the smooth running of the competition, the corresponding competition regulations may shorten the protest deadline accordingly. The protest fee is CHF 1000. It must be paid when the protest is lodged and reimbursed only if the protest is admitted in full. A protest is admissible only if it is based on a. An ineligible player's participation in a match as a consequence of the player not fulfilling the conditions defined in the relevant FIFA regulations. b. An unfit field of play, as long as the referee was informed as soon as the problem was reported or observed whether in writing before the match or orally by a team captain in the presence of the captain of the opposing team during the match. c. An obvious error by the referee as determined in Article 9 of this code, in which case the protest may be directed only at the disciplinary consequences of the referee's obvious error. Fielding an ineligible player if a player fielded in a match and or competition is declared ineligible, the FIFA judicial bodies taking into consideration the integrity of the competition concerned may impose an appropriate disciplinary measure. If a player fielded in a match is declared ineligible following a protest, the team to which the player belongs will be sanctioned by forfeiting the match and paying a minimum fine of CHF 6000. This player may also be sanctioned the disciplinary committee may act ex officio. Manipulation of football matches and competitions. Anyone who directly or indirectly, by an act of omission, unlawfully influences or manipulates the course, result or any other aspects of a match and or competition, 
or conspires or attempts to do so by any means shall be sanctioned with a minimum of five-year ban or taking part in any football-related activities, as well as a fine of at least CHF 100,000. In serious cases, a longer ban period, including potential lifetime ban on taking part in any football-related activities, shall be imposed. If a player or official engages in behaviour described in paragraph 1, the club or association to which the player or official belongs may be sanctioned with the forfeiting of the match in question or may be declared ineligible to participate in a different competition, provided the integrity of the competition is protected. Additional disciplinary measures may be imposed. Persons bound by this code must cooperate fully with FIFA at all times in its efforts to combat such behaviour and shall therefore immediately and voluntarily report to the Secretariat of the Disciplinary Committee any approach in connection with activities and or information directly or indirectly related to the possible manipulation of a football match or competition as described above. Any breach of this provision shall be sanctioned with a ban of at least two years on taking part in any football-related activity and a fine of at least CHF 15,000. The disciplinary committee shall be competent to investigate and adjudicate all conduct on and off the field of play in connection with the manipulation of football matches and competitions. Chapter 3. Other Provisions Failure to Respect Decisions Anyone who fails to pay another person, such as a player, a coach or a club, or FIFA a sum of money, in full or part, even though instructed to do so by a body, a committee, a subsidiary, or an instance of FIFA or a CAS decision, financial decision, or anyone who fails to comply with another final decision, non-financial decisions, passed by a body, a committee, a subsidiary, or an instance of FIFA, or by CAS, A. Will be fined for failing to comply with the decision and receive any pertinent additional disciplinary measures, and if necessary, B. Will be granted a final deadline of 30 days in which to pay the amount due, or to comply with the non-financial decision. C may be ordered to pay an interest rate of 18% per annum to the creditor as from the date of the decision of the disciplinary committee rendered in connection to the CAS decision on an appeal against a financial decision passed to a body, a committee, a subsidiary or an instance of FIFA. D. In the case of clubs, upon expiry of the aforementioned final deadline and in the event of persistent default or failure to comply in full with the decision within the period stipulated, a ban on registering new players will be issued until the complete amount due is paid or the non-financial decision is complied with. A deduction of points or relegation to a lower division may also be ordered in addition to a ban on registering new players in the event of persistent failures, i.e. the ban on registering new players has been served for more than three entire and consecutive registration periods following the notification of the decision, repeated offences or serious infringements, or if no full registration ban could be imposed or served for any reason. E. In the case of associations, upon expiry of the aforementioned final deadline and in the event of persistent default or failure to comply in full with the decision within the period stipulated, additional disciplinary measures may be imposed. F. In the case of natural persons, upon expiry of the aforementioned final deadline and in the event of persistent default or failure to comply in full with the decision within the period stipulated, a ban on football-related activity for a specific period of time may be imposed. Other disciplinary measures may also be imposed.
with regard to financial decisions passed by a body, a committee, a subsidiary, or an instance of FIFA, or CAS. Disciplinary proceedings may only commence at the request of the creditor or another affected party who is entitled to be notified of the final outcome of said disciplinary proceedings, including the motivated decision if so requested. If the sanctioned person disregards the final time limit, FIFA and all the relevant associations, in cases involving clubs or a natural person, shall implement the sanctions imposed. Where a registration ban, in the case of a club, a ban on any football-related activity, in the case of a natural person, or a disciplinary measure, in the case of associations, has been enforced against the debtor in accordance with this article in relation to a financial obligation resulting from a CAS or FIFA decision, and where the debtor provides FIFA with reliable evidence of having compiled with such decision, such a ban or measure may be provisionally lifted. The creditor will be invited to confirm whether such payment has been made. A. Should the debtor have provided accurate information and fully settled its financial obligation, the ban or measure is considered to be permanently lifted. B. Should the debtor have provided inaccurate information and or have failed to comply with its financial obligation in full, the disciplinary committee may 1. Reinstate the ban or measure and 2. Impose additional disciplinary measures. The sporting successor of a non-compliant party shall also be considered a non-compliant party and thus subject to the obligations under this provision. Criteria to assess whether an entity is to be considered as the sporting successor of another entity are, among others, its headquarters, name, legal form, team colours, players, shareholders or stakeholders' ownership and the category of competition concerned. Any financial or non-financial decision that has been issued against a club by a competent decision-making body within the relevant association shall be enforced by the association of the deciding body that has issued the decision in accordance with the principles established in the article and in compliance with the applicable disciplinary regulations. An association will be fined for failing to enforce the decision in accordance with this article. In the event of persistent failure to enforce the decision, additional disciplinary measures may be imposed on the association. Any financial or non-financial decision that has been issued against a natural person by a competent decision-making body within the relevant association shall be enforced by the association of the deciding body that has issued the decision in accordance with the principles established in this article and in compliance with the applicable disciplinary regulations. An association will be fined for failing to enforce the decision in accordance with this article. In the event of persistent failure to enforce the decision, additional disciplinary measures may be imposed on the association. Any financial or non-financial decision that has been issued against a natural person by a competent decision-making body within the relevant association shall be enforced by the association of the deciding body that has issued the decision or by the natural person's new association if the natural person has, in the meantime, been registered or licensed at another association or otherwise employed by a club affiliated to another association or by another association in accordance with the principles established in this article and in compliance with the applicable disciplinary regulations. An association will be fined for failing to enforce the decision in accordance with this article. In the event of persistent failure to enforce the decision, additional disciplinary measures may be imposed upon that association. Any financial decision issued by the Football Tribunal or FIFA imposing disciplinary measures 
such as a ban for registering any new players, either nationally or internationally, or a restriction on playing in official matches, will be automatically enforced by FIFA and the relevant member association. FIFA will be competent to deal with any issues relating to the enforcement of such decisions, including but not limited to the potential recognition of the sporting successor and the assessment of potential insolvency and or bankruptcy proceedings. Where a decision issued by the FIFA Football Tribunal or a proposal confirmed by the FIFA General Secretariat contains consequences for failure to pay relevant amounts of time and the debtor has not provided proof of payment after such consequences have been served in full, the disciplinary committee may decide to provisionally extend such consequences until a final decision has been rendered by the judicial body in accordance with this article. The disciplinary committee shall be competent to decide on cases related to the failure to respect settlement agreements concluded in the context of disciplinary proceedings against a debtor with respect to a final and binding financial decision issued by a body, a committee, a subsidiary or an instance of FIFA or by CAS. Disciplinary proceedings for failing to respect a final CAS decision rendered in the context of ordinary proceedings may be initiated provided that the respective CAS procedure started after the 15th of July 2019. Forgery and falsification Anyone who, in football-related activities, forges a document, falsifies an authentic document, or uses a forged or falsified document will be sanctioned with a fine and a ban of at least six matches, or for a specific period of no less than 12 months. An association or a club may be held liable for an act of forgery or falsification by one of its officials and or players. Specific Proceedings Doping is sanctioned in accordance with the FIFA Anti-Doping Regulations and this Code. Breaches of the FIFA Football Agent Regulations are sanctioned in accordance with the FIFA Football Agent Regulations and this Code. Breaches of the FIFA Clearinghouse Regulations are sanctioned in accordance with the FIFA Clearinghouse Regulations and this Code. Chapter 4. Implementation of Disciplinary Measures Enforcement of Sanctions The limitation period to enforce disciplinary measures is five years. The limitation period begins on the day on which the final decisions come into force. Determining the Disciplinary Measure the judicial body determines the type and extent of the disciplinary measure to be imposed in accordance with the objective and subjective elements of the offence, taking into account both aggravating and mitigating circumstances. Disciplinary measures may be limited to a geographical area or to one or more specific categories of match or competition. When determining the disciplinary measure, the judicial body shall take into account all relevant factors of the case, including any assistance of and substantial cooperation by the offender in uncovering or establishing a breach of the FIFA rule, the circumstances and the degree of the offender's guilt, and any other relevant circumstances. In exercising its discretionary powers, the relevant FIFA judicial body may scale down the disciplinary measure to be imposed or even dispense with it entirely. Recidivism Recidivism occurs if another offence of a similar nature and gravity is committed after notification of the previous decisions within a. 
one year of the previous offence if that offence was sanctioned with a suspension of up to two matches. B. Two years of the previous offence if that offence related to order and security. C. Ten years of the previous offence if that offence related to match manipulation or corruption. D. Three years of the previous offence in all other cases. Recidivism counts as an aggravating circumstance. Recidivism in doping matters is subject to the rules of the FIFA anti-doping regulations. Suspension of implementation of disciplinary measures. The judicial body may decide to fully or partially suspend the implementation of a disciplinary measure. By suspending the implementation of the sanction, the judicial body subjects the person sanctioned to a probationary period of one to four years. If the person benefiting from a suspended sanction commits another infringement of a similar nature and gravity during the probationary period, the suspension shall be revoked by the judicial body and the sanction enforced without prejudice to any additional sanctions imposed for the new infringement. Disciplinary measures relating to match manipulation cannot be suspended. Forfeits. A team sanctioned with a forfeit is considered to have lost the match 3-0 in an 11-a-side football, 5-0 in futsal or 10-0 in beach soccer. If the goal difference at the end of the match is less favourable to the team at fault, the result on the pitch is upheld. Cautions issued in a match that is subsequently forfeited shall not be annulled. Matches to be played without spectators. To the extent that the competent judicial body decides otherwise, no one shall be allowed to attend a match that has been ordered to be played without spectators, with the exception of a. A maximum of 200 people holding Category 1 tickets from the visiting club or association and a maximum of 20 VIP guests from each association. b. A maximum of 55 people per team delegation, including the players. c. Accredited broadcast staff and media journalists and photographers. D. Police officers and security staff with specific tasks related to security at the match. E. People carrying out functions related to the stadium infrastructure, grounds, lighting, signage, etc. And people carrying out functions related to the match, ball kids, children involved in the pre-match ceremony as well as their chaperones. F. A maximum of 75 Confederation or FIFA representatives carrying out functions at the match. G. People from the Confederation or FIFA and Confederation or FIFA partners with complimentary tickets. And H. A maximum of a thousand children up to the age of 14, duly accompanied from school and or football academies, invited to the match free of charge. Organisation and competence. General rule. The FIFA judicial bodies shall be competent to investigate, prosecute and sanction conduct within the scope of application of this code. Confederations, associations and other sports organisations are responsible for investigating, prosecuting and sanctioning conduct in their respective jurisdictions. In particular, confederations shall have jurisdiction on disciplinary matters relating to friendly matches and competitions between representative teams or clubs belonging to the same confederation provided that the competition is not organised by FIFA. 
FIFA shall have jurisdiction on disciplinary matters related to matches and competitions organised by it, to international A-friendly matches, Tier 1 international matches, to friendly matches and competitions between representatives' teams or clubs belonging to different confederations, or to matches involving invitational teams composed of players registered with clubs belonging to associations of different confederations. Each association has a duty to cooperate with other associations to forward and notify them of documents or to provide information related to and or required for domestic disciplinary proceedings. If an association fails to cooperate in this way, it may lead to sanctions as provided under this code. Confederations and associations shall inform FIFA immediately of the sanctions issued by their representative jurisdictional bodies in relation to serious infringements, including but not limited to doping, manipulation of football matches and competitions, sexual abuse or harassment. The FIFA judicial bodies reserve the right to investigate, prosecute and sanction serious infringements within the scope of application of this code, in particular doping, match-fixing and discrimination, that fall within the jurisdiction of confederations, associations or other sports organisations, if deemed appropriate in a specific case, and if no formal investigation has been investigated by the competent confederation, member association or other sports organisation 90 days after the matter became known to FIFA, or if the relevant confederation, member association or sports organisation agrees with FIFA to confer the competence regarding the relevant matter on FIFA. The FIFA judicial bodies shall not deal with cases that have been previously subject to a final decision by another FIFA body involving the same party or parties and the same cause of action. In such cases, the claim shall be deemed inadmissible. Composition of the FIFA judicial bodies In the context of this code, the FIFA judicial bodies are a. the disciplinary committee b. the appeal committee The FIFA judicial bodies shall consist of a chairperson, a deputy chairperson and an unspecified number of members. The Congress elects, upon proposal of the Council, the chairpersons, deputy chairpersons and other members of the FIFA judicial bodies for a period of four years. Independence and impartiality The chairpersons, deputy chairpersons and other members of the FIFA judicial bodies shall be impartial and fulfil the independence criteria as defined in the FIFA governance regulations. Members of the FIFA judicial bodies may not decide on a matter where there are legitimate grounds for questioning their independence or impartiality and or if there is conflict of interest. They shall disclose any circumstance which may give rise to any such ground. Members who decline to participate in a meeting on any of the above grounds shall notify the chairperson immediately. If the circumstances give rise to legitimate doubts over the independence or impartiality of a member of the FIFA judicial body, a party is entitled to challenge said member at the latest two days prior to the relevant date on which the judicial body is called to decide on a matter. The chairperson shall decide on any such challenge. If an objection is raised concerning the chairperson, the deputy chairperson, or in their absence, the longest serving member present shall decide on such challenge. Meetings At the request of the chairperson, the deputy chairperson, or in their absence the longest serving member available, and depending on the seriousness of the potential infringement, the secretariat shall call the number of members deemed necessary to each meeting. 
a meeting may take place with a single judge. The chairperson, the deputy chairperson, or in their absence, the single judge, shall conduct the meetings and pass the decisions that this code empowers them to take. Confidentiality The members of the FIFA judicial body shall ensure that everything disclosed to them during the course of their duty remains confidential, including the facts of the case, the contents of the deliberations, and the decisions taken. The opening of proceedings, as well as decisions already notified to the addressees, may be made public by FIFA. Any person who is required to participate in or is subject to a disciplinary investigation or disciplinary proceedings must keep such information confidential at all times unless the chairperson of the judicial body explicitly stipulates otherwise in writing. Any breach of such duty may be sanctioned. In the event of a breach of this article by a member of the judicial body, the relevant FIFA member shall be suspended from the disciplinary committee until the next FIFA Congress. Secretariat The FIFA General Secretariat provides the FIFA judicial bodies with a secretariat and the necessary support, infrastructure and staff at FIFA headquarters. The FIFA judicial bodies may be assisted by legal counsel or experts. The Secretariat takes charge of the administrative work and writes the decisions of the meeting. The Secretariat manages the case files. The decisions passed and the relevant files shall be kept for at least 10 years. The Secretariat keeps records of cautions, sendings off and match suspensions, which are stored in FIFA's central data storage system. The Secretariat of the Disciplinary Committee confirms them in writing to the association or clubs concerned, and in the case of final competitions, to the head of the delegation concerned, or the persons indicated by the latter for each competition. To ensure that the relevant records are complete, the Confederations shall inform FIFA of all sanctions that have been issued during their own competitions that are likely to be carried over to a FIFA competition or future competitions organised by the Confederations. The Secretariat takes charge of the necessary investigations ex officio. The general principles that will apply to investigations are the following. A. FIFA may investigate possible offences falling within the scope of this code. B. In principle, when an investigation is initiated, the parties concerned are informed. This does not apply when such notification is not deemed appropriate. Such investigations are conducted by means of written inquiries, engaging with third parties, such as forensic companies, and, where necessary, the questioning of individuals. Other investigative procedures may be employed, including but not limited to on-site inspections, document requests and procurement of expert opinions. An investigation may be reopened if new evidence or facts emerge which imply that an offence falling within the scope of this code may have been committed. Integrity Experts the Secretariat may appoint an integrity expert to support the necessary investigations into potential breaches of FIFA regulations. The appointed integrity expert may request the opening of disciplinary proceedings and propose that disciplinary measures may be imposed on member associations, clubs and individuals. The integrity expert shall remain impartial and fulfil the independence criteria as defined in the FIFA governance regulations. The requirements and conditions of their appointment, as well as of their role, are set in accordance with the relevant circular letter on this subject. 
The term as integrity expert shall be limited to four years. A list of integrity experts shall be submitted to the FIFA Council for approval. Exemption from liability. Except in the case of gross culpability, neither the members of the FIFA judicial bodies nor the Secretariat may be held liable for any deeds or omissions relating to any disciplinary procedure. Time limits. Time limits shall commence the day after the notification of the relevant document. Time limits are deemed to have been complied with if the relevant action has been completed by midnight Central European time at the latest on the last day of the stipulated deadline. Official holidays and non-working days are included in the calculation of time limits. Time limits are interrupted from the 20th of December to the 5th of January inclusive. Time limits to which persons other than the associations shall adhere comments on the day after receipt of the document by the association responsible for forwarding it, except when the document is also or solely sent to the person concerned or their legal representative. If the document was also or solely sent to the parties or their legal representatives, the time limit starts on the day after receipt of the document by such person. When a deadline expires on a Saturday, Sunday or public holiday in the Swiss canton of Zurich, where FIFA's headquarters are located, it is carried forward to the next working day. If a time limit is not observed, the defaulter loses the procedural right in question. Time limits laid down by this code may not be extended. Evidence, evaluation of evidence and standard of proof. Any type of proof may be produced. The competent judicial body has absolute discretion regarding the evaluation of evidence. The standard of proof to be applied in FIFA disciplinary proceedings is the comfortable satisfaction of the competent judicial body. Match officials' reports. Facts contained in the match officials' reports and in any additional reports or correspondence submitted by the match officials are presumed to be accurate. Proof of their inaccuracy may be provided. Burden of proof. The burden of proof regarding disciplinary infringements rests on the FIFA judicial bodies. Any party claiming a right on the basis of an alleged fact shall carry the burden of proof of this fact. During the proceedings, the party shall submit all relevant facts and evidence of which the party is aware at the time, or of which the party should have been aware by exercising due care. For anti-doping rule violations, the FIFA anti-doping regulations apply. Witnesses. Witnesses shall tell the absolute and whole truth and shall answer the questions put to them to the best of their knowledge and judgment. It is the responsibility of the parties to ensure the appearance of the witnesses requested by them and to pay all costs and expenses in connection with their appearance. Anonymous participants in proceedings. When a person's testimony in proceedings conducted in accordance with this code could lead to threats to them, or put them or any person particularly close to them in physical danger, the chairperson of the competent judicial body or the deputy chairperson may order inter alia that a. the person not be identified in the presence of the parties, b. the person not appear at the hearing, c. the person's voice be distorted, d. the person be questioned outside the hearing room, e. the person be questioned in writing, f. All or some of the information that could be used to identify the person be included only in a separate, confidential case file. 
If no other evidence is available to corroborate the testimony provided by the person concerned, such testimony may only be used in the context of imposing sanctions under this code if a. The parties and their legal representatives have the opportunity to pose questions to the person concerned in writing and b. The members of the judicial body have the opportunity to interview the person concerned directly and in full awareness of their identity and to assess their identity and record in full. Disciplinary measures shall be imposed on anyone who reveals the identity of any person granted anonymity under this provision and any information that could be used to identify such person. Identification of anonymous participants in proceedings. To ensure their safety, persons granted anonymity shall be identified behind closed doors in the absence of the parties. This identification shall be conducted by the chairperson of the competent judicial body alone, the deputy chairperson and or the members of the competent judicial body present and shall be recorded in minutes containing the relevant person's personal details. These minutes shall not be communicated to the parties. The parties shall receive a brief notice which a. confirms that the person concerned has been formally identified and b. contains no details that could be used to identify such person. Representation and assistance. Subject to Article 46 of this Code, the parties are free to have legal representation at their own cost, in which case a duly signed power of attorney must be submitted. If they are not required to appear personally, they may be represented. Legal aid. In order to guarantee their rights, Individuals bound by this code who have insufficient financial means may request legal aid from FIFA for the purpose of proceedings before the FIFA judicial bodies. Applicants for legal aid must submit reasoned requests and supporting documents. The Secretariat establishes a list of pro bono counsel. According to each applicant's needs, and subject to prior written confirmation by FIFA, legal aid may be provided as follows. A. The applicant may be released from having to pay the cost of proceedings. B. Pro bono counsels may be selected by applicants from the list provided by the Secretariat. C. The applicant's own reasonable travel and accommodation costs and those of witnesses and experts they call to testify may be covered by FIFA, including the travel and accommodation costs of any pro bono counsel selected from the list provided by the Secretariat. The Chairman of the Disciplinary Committee decides on requests for legal aid. Such decisions are final. Further conditions and requirements associated with legal aid or pro bono counsel may be communicated by circular letter. Languages used in proceedings. The languages used in proceedings are English, French and Spanish. The FIFA judicial bodies and the parties may choose to communicate in any of these languages. Decisions are passed in any of the aforementioned languages. If the language used in a decision is not the mother tongue of the person concerned, the association to which the person belongs will be responsible for translating it. Communication with the parties. All of the parties shall be notified of the decision. All communications between FIFA and the party concerned during the proceedings before the FIFA judicial bodies shall be sent exclusively through the FIFA legal portal. Communications through the FIFA legal portal are valid and binding means of communication and will be deemed sufficient to establish time limits and their observance. 
The parties and associations must ensure that their contact details, including their address, telephone number and email address, are valid and kept up to date at all times. Decisions and other documents intended for players, clubs and officials are addressed to the association concerned on condition that it forwards these documents to the parties concerned. In the event that an association acts on behalf of the party concerned, these documents are considered to have been communicated properly to the ultimate addressee on the day after the notification to the respective association. In the event that the email address of the party concerned is unknown and the documents have been sent to the association concerned via FIFA legal portal, these documents are considered to have been communicated properly to the ultimate addressee four days after the notification of the document to the respective association. Failure by the association to comply with the aforementioned instructions may result in disciplinary proceedings in accordance with this code. Costs and expenses Costs and expenses shall be borne by the party that has been sanctioned unless otherwise stipulated in this code. The costs of proceedings before the disciplinary committee shall be borne by FIFA, except in protest cases, when they shall be borne by the defeated party. If no party is sanctioned, the costs and expenses shall be borne by FIFA. Should a party generate unnecessary costs on account of its conduct, costs may be imposed upon it, irrespective of the outcome of the proceedings. The judicial body that rules on the substance of the matter decides how costs and expenses shall be allocated and the relevant amounts are stipulated by the chairperson of the relevant judicial body. This decision is not subject to appeal. Each party shall bear its own costs, including the costs of its own witnesses, representatives, legal advisers, interpreters and counsellors, subject to Article 46. Effects of decisions Decisions come into force as soon as they are notified. Cautions, sendings off and automatic match suspensions have an immediate effect on subsequent matches, even if the notification reaches the association, club or head of delegation concerned later. Provisional measures the chairperson of the competent judicial body, or their nominee, is entitled to issue provisional measures where these are deemed necessary to ensure the proper administration of justice, to maintain sporting discipline, or to avoid irreparable harm, or for reasons of safety and security. They are not obliged to hear the parties. Provisional measures issued by the chairperson of the disciplinary committee, or their nominee, may be appealed against in accordance with the relevant provisions of this code. However, the appeal must reach FIFA in writing via the FIFA legal portal and with grounds within three days of notification of the contested measure without the condition of payment or any appeal fee. The chairperson of the appeals committee or their nominee decides on such appeals as a single judge. Such decisions are final. A provisional measure may apply for up to 90 days. The duration of any such measure may be deducted from the final disciplinary sanction. The chairperson of the competent judicial body, or their nominee, may exceptionally extend the validity of the provisional measure by up to 90 days. Court of Arbitration for Sport, CAS Decisions passed by the Disciplinary and Appeals Committee may be appealed against before CAS, subject to the provisions of this Code and Articles 56 and 57 of the FIFA Statutes. Chapter 2. Decision-Making Process Convocation, rights of the parties, hearings, decisions, communications and confidentiality. 
As a general rule, there are no oral statements and the FIFA judicial bodies decide on the basis of the file. At the motivated request of one of the parties, or at the discretion of the chairperson, deputy chairperson, or the competent single judge, a hearing may be arranged to be held, to which all parties shall be summoned. Unless this code specifies otherwise, the parties are entitled to submit written statements, examine the case file, and order copies of the case file before any decision is reached. Hearings are recorded and archived. Parties are not given access to the recordings of hearings. However, if a party claims that procedural rules in its favour have been breached during a hearing, the chairperson of the competent judicial body or their nominee may allow the party to have access to the recording. Recordings are destroyed after five years. The FIFA judicial bodies may hold hearings and take decisions in the absence of one or all of the parties. If different proceedings are opened against the same association, club or individual, the competent judicial body may combine the cases and issue one comprehensive decision. Hearings of the FIFA judicial bodies are not open to the public, except in the case of anti-doping rule violations by individuals if duly requested by the defendant and approved by the chairperson of the relevant judicial body or their nominee. In cases such as match manipulation, the relevant chairperson or their nominee will decide about a public hearing. The chairperson or their nominee decides at their own discretion if and under what conditions a public hearing may take place. At any time prior to the meeting set up to decide the case by the relevant judicial body, a party may accept responsibility and request the FIFA judicial body to impose a specific sanction. The FIFA judicial bodies may decide on the basis of such requests or render a decision which it considers appropriate in the context of this code. All communications concerning an association, club or individual, including notifications of proceedings against them and the issuing of decisions taken by FIFA judicial bodies, are addressed by the association or club concerned, which must then, if applicable, inform the club or the individual in person. All such communications by FIFA or the FIFA judicial bodies shall be sent to the Secretariat via the FIFA legal portal. Written communications to FIFA by an association, club or individual shall be submitted via the FIFA legal portal. Decisions Decisions are passed by a single judge or by a simple majority of the members present. If votes are equal, the chairperson has the casting vote. The FIFA judicial bodies may take decisions via personal meetings, telephone conference, video conference or any other similar method. In principle, the FIFA judicial bodies issue the terms of decisions without grounds and only these terms of the decisions are notified to the parties who are informed that they have 10 days from the date of notification to request in writing via the FIFA legal portal a motivated decision. Failure to make such a request results in the decision becoming final and binding and the parties being deemed to have waived their right to lodge an appeal. A motivated decision shall include at least a a brief summary of the facts, which do not need to include every single contention. B. The articles infringed. C. The considerations that are relevant to the potential breach of the FIFA regulations. And D. The criteria used to determine the possible sanction. If the motivated decision is requested within the time limit stipulated in paragraph 3 above, the time limit for lodging an appeal begins only on notification of the motivation. Only the parties to which a decision is addressed can request the motivation. 
Any appeal lodged before the notification of the motivated decision is regarded exclusively as a request for motivation. Doping-related decisions are issued with grounds. In case of urgency, or under any other special circumstances, the relevant judicial body may notify the party of only the terms of the decision, which become immediately applicable. The full written decision shall be notified within 60 days. The FIFA Secretariat publishes decisions issued by the FIFA judicial bodies. Where such a decision contains confidential information, FIFA may decide, ex officio, or at the request of a party, to publish an anonymised or a redacted version. The request for a motivated decision does not affect the enforcement of the decision, which shall take effect as soon as it's notified, with the exception of orders to pay a sum of money. The competent judicial body may rectify any mistakes in calculation and any other obvious errors in the decision at any time. Chapter 3. Disciplinary Committee Commencing of Proceedings Proceedings are opened by the Secretariat of the Disciplinary Committee a. on the basis of match officials' reports b. where a protest has been lodged c. at the request of the FIFA Council d. at the request of an integrity expert e. at the request of the Ethics Committee f. on the basis of a report filed by a FIFA body, committee, subsidiary, instance or by the FIFA administration, g, on the basis of Article 21 of this code, h, on the basis of documents received from a public authority, i, ex officio. Any person or body may report any conduct that is considered incompatible with FIFA regulations to FIFA judicial bodies. Such complaints shall be made in writing. FIFA may initiate investigations and appoint an integrity expert to investigate any such complaints. Jurisdiction The Disciplinary Committee is competent to sanction any breach of FIFA regulations which does not come under the jurisdiction of another body. The Disciplinary Committee is, in particular, responsible for a. Sanctioning serious infringements which have escaped the match officials' attention b. Rectifying obvious errors in the referee's disciplinary decisions c. Extending the duration of a match suspension incurred automatically by sending off. D. Pronouncing additional sanctions. If deemed appropriate, the chairperson or their deputy may refer a case, regardless of the matter involved, directly to the Appeal Committee for consideration and decision. Jurisdiction of the single judges of the disciplinary committee. The chairperson can rule alone as a single judge and may delegate their functions to another member of the disciplinary committee. In particular, the chairperson or the nominee acting as a single judge may take the following decision with respect to any of the following matters. a. Urgent or protest cases. b. Whether disciplinary proceedings should be initiated, suspended or terminated. c. Suspending a person for up to five matches or for up to three months. d pronouncing a fine of up to CHF or 100,000, E, extending a sanction, F, settling disputes arising from objections to members of the disciplinary committee, G, issuing, altering and annulling provisional measures, H, cases involving matters under Article 21 of this code, I, 
cases involving order and security at matches, and or J, unplayed or abandoned matches. The Secretariat, under the guidance of the Chairperson or the Deputy Chairperson, is responsible for assigning the relevant cases to single judges. The proceedings before a single judge shall be conducted in accordance with this code. Proposal by the Secretariat In matters reserved for the single judge, the Secretariat may propose a sanction on the basis of the existing file. The party concerned may reject the proposed sanction and submit its position before the relevant judicial body within five days of notification of the proposed sanction, in the absence of which the proposed sanction will become final and binding. Closure of proceedings Proceedings may be closed when a. The parties reach an agreement b. A party is under insolvency or bankruptcy proceedings pursuant to the relevant national law and is legally unable to comply with an order c. A club is disaffiliated from an association d. The alleged violation has not been proven Chapter 4. Appeal Committee Jurisdiction the Appeal Committee is competent to decide on appeals against any of the Disciplinary Committee's decisions that FIFA regulations do not declare as final or referable to another body, as well as on cases referred by the Chairperson of the Disciplinary Committee or their Deputy for consideration and decision. The Appeal Committee is also competent to decide appeals against decisions of the Ethics Committee as set out in the FIFA Code of Ethics. Any party intending to lodge an appeal must inform the Appeal Committee of its intention to appeal in writing via the FIFA legal portal within three days of notification of the grounds of the decision. Within five days of expiry of the time limit for the declaration of appeal, the appealant must file, in writing via the FIFA legal portal, the appeal brief. This must contain the appealant's requests, an account of the facts, evidence, a list of the proposed witnesses, with a brief summary of their expected testimony, and the appealant's conclusions. The appealant is not authorised to produce further written submissions or evidence after the deadline for the filing of the appeal brief. In urgent cases during final competitions, the chairperson may shorten the deadline for the submission of the above-mentioned documents. The appeal fee is CHF 1000, payable on submission of the appeal brief at the latest. The appeal is not admissible if any deadline and or any of the above-mentioned requirements are not met. Admissibility of appeals An appeal may be lodged with the appeal committee against any decision passed by the disciplinary committee unless the disciplinary measure issued is a. a warning b. a reprimand c. a suspension of up to two matches or of up to two months with the exception of doping-related decisions D. A fine of up to CHF 15,000, imposed on an association or a club of up to CHF 7,500 in other cases. E. Decisions passed in compliance with Article 21 of this Code. Only the motivated decision can be appealed against. If the disciplinary committee combines disciplinary measures, an appeal is admissible if at least one of the disciplinary measures imposed exceeds the above limits. In this case, the subsequent instances will only be entitled to examine the sanctions that exceed the above limit. Standing to appeal Anyone who has been party to the proceedings before the disciplinary committee may lodge an appeal with the appeal committee. 
provided this party has legally protected interest in filing the appeal. Associations and clubs may appeal against decisions sanctioning their players, officials or members. Deliberations and decisions. The appeal committee deliberates behind closed doors. Within the framework of the appeal proceedings, the appeal committee has full power to review the facts and the law. The decision by the appeal committee upholds, amends or overturns the contested decision. In the case of a fundamental mistrial, the appeal committee can overturn the contested decision and refer the case back to the disciplinary committee for reassessment. If the accused is the only party to have lodged an appeal, the sanction cannot be increased. If new disciplinary offences come to light while appeal proceedings are pending, they may be judged in the course of the same proceedings. In such a situation, the sanction can be increased. Jurisdiction of the chairperson ruling alone. The chairperson, or in their absence, the deputy chairperson, of the appeal committee may take the following decisions alone. A. On a preliminary procedural issue related to the appeal, including the admissibility of the appeal. B. In urgent or protest cases. C. On an appeal against a decision to extend a sanction. D. To resolve disputes arising from objections to members of the appeal committee. E. On appeals against provisional decisions passed by the chairperson of the disciplinary committee. F. Issue, alter and annul provisional measures. G. In cases where the sanction imposed by the disciplinary committee is a fine of up to CHF 500,000 or a suspension from playing or carrying out a function for up to five matches or a period of time up to 12 months and or H at the request of the parties. Effects of appeal. The appeal does not have a suspensive effect except with regard to orders to pay a sum of money. The chairperson, the deputy chairperson, or in their absence, the longest serving member available, may, on receipt of a reasoned request, award a stay of execution. Special Procedures Expulsion and Match Suspension A player who has been sent off, A, shall stay in the team dressing room or the doping control room, accompanied by a chaperone until the names of the players selected for the doping test are communicated. The player may be allowed to sit in the stands, provided their integrity and security are safeguarded, they are not picked for doping control and are no longer wearing their football equipment. B. Is not entitled to attend the post-match press conference or any other media activities held in the stadium. A player who is serving a match suspension, A. May be allowed to sit in the stands, but not in the immediate vicinity of the field of play, provided their security and integrity are safeguarded. B shall not enter the dressing room, tunnel or technical area before or during the match, attend the warm-up or sit on the team bench. After the final whistle, a suspended player may join the team in the dressing room. C. Is not entitled to attend the post-match press conference or any other media activity held in the stadium. An official who has been sent off or is serving a match suspension, A. May be allowed to sit in the stands, but not in the immediate vicinity of the field of play, provided their security and integrity are safeguarded. B. Shall not enter the dressing room, tunnel or technical area or communicate with or contact any person involved in the match, in particular players or technical staff, by any means whatsoever prior to or during the match. C. 
is not entitled to attend the post-match press conference or any other media activity held in the stadium. An official who has been sent off or is serving a match suspension, A, may be allowed to sit in the stands, but not in the immediate vicinity of the field of play, provided their security and integrity are safeguarded. B, shall not enter the dressing room, tunnel or technical area, or communicate with or contact any person involved in the match, in particular players or technical staff, by any means whatsoever prior to or during the match. C. Is not entitled to attend the post-match press conference or any other media activity held in the stadium. A sending off automatically incurs suspension from the subsequent match. The FIFA judicial bodies may impose additional match suspensions and other disciplinary measures. The automatic match suspension and any additional match suspension must be served, even if the sending off is imposed in a match that is later abandoned, annulled, forfeited and or replayed. If a match is abandoned, cancelled or forfeited, except for a violation of Article 19, a suspension is only considered to have been served if the team to which the suspended player belongs is not responsible for the circumstances that led to the abandonment, cancellation or forfeit of the match. A match suspension is regarded as no longer pending if a match is retroactively forfeited because a player took part in a match despite being ineligible. This also applies to the match suspension imposed on the player who took part in the match despite being ineligible. Carrying over cautions. If a person receives a caution in two separate matches of the same FIFA competition, they are automatically suspended for the next match in that competition. Such suspensions must be served before any other suspension. The disciplinary committee may exceptionally depart from or amend this rule before the start of a particular competition. Any such decisions reached by the disciplinary committee is final and binding. Cautions received during one competition are not carried over to another competition. They are, however, carried over from one round to the next in the same competition. The disciplinary committee may exceptionally depart from this rule before the start of a particular competition. This provision is subject to Article 68 of this code and to any derogating rule that FIFA may issue for a specific competition. If a person is sent off as a result of a direct red card, any other caution they have previously received in the same match is upheld. Cancellation of cautions. The disciplinary committee may, at its own discretion and on its own initiative, or at the request of a confederation, Cancel cautions that have not resulted in a sending off or a suspension by means of a decision not subject to appeal. In any case, the committee may do this only once in any competition. Carrying over match suspensions. As a general rule, every match suspension of players or other persons is carried over from one round to the next in the same competition. Match suspensions imposed in terms of matches in relation to a sending off issued against a player outside of a competition, separate matches, or not served during the competition for which they were intended, elimination of the last match in the competition, are carried over as follows. A. FIFA World Cup and FIFA Women's World Cup carried over to the representative team's next official match. B. Competition subject to an age limit carried over to the representative's team next official match in the same age group, where the suspension cannot be served in the same age group, it shall be carried over to the next highest age category. C. FIFA Club World Cup, carried over to the club's next official match. D. Women's Olympic Football Tournament, 
carried over to the representative team's next official match. E. Men's Olympic football tournament. For players who meet the age limit, carried over to the representative team's next official match in the same age group. Where the suspension cannot be served in the same age group, it shall be carried over to the next highest age category. For players who do not meet the age limit, it shall be carried over to the representative team's next official match. F. Confederation competitions for representative teams, carried over to the representative team's next official match. G. Competitions in which teams have been chosen in accordance with certain criteria, cultural, geographical, historical, etc. Unless the regulations of the competition specifically stipulate otherwise, the suspension is carried over to the representative team's next official match. H. Friendly matches, carried over to the representative team's next friendly match. If a representative team is hosting a final competition and is consequently not required to participate in qualifying matches to reach the final competition of this tournament and its next official match is in that final competition, any match suspension shall be carried over to the representative team's next friendly match. In no case may match suspensions resulting from several cautions issued to a player in different matches of the same competition be carried over to another competition. Officials of a club or an association shall serve a match suspension with any club or association of which the official is an official. Match suspensions that have to be carried over to another competition must be served by the person concerned, regardless of whether the status of that person has changed in the meantime, including from a player to an official or vice versa. Extending sanctions to have worldwide effect. If the infringement is serious, in particular but not limited to discrimination, manipulation of football matches and competitions, misconduct against match officials or forgery and falsification, as well as sexual abuse or harassment, the associations, confederations and other organising sports bodies shall request that the disciplinary committee extend the sanctions that they have imposed so that they have worldwide effect, worldwide extension. Any doping-related legally binding sanction imposed by another nation or international sports association, national anti-doping organisation and any other state body that complies with the fundamental legal principles shall automatically be adopted by FIFA and provided that the requirements described hereunder and in Article 74 of the FIFA anti-doping regulations are met shall be automatically recognised by all confederations and associations. The request shall be submitted in writing via the FIFA legal portal and enclose a true copy of the decision. It shall include the name and address of the person who has been sanctioned and that of the club and the association concerned as well as evidence that the person concerned has been informed that the sanction will be submitted for a worldwide extension. If the disciplinary committee discovers that associations, confederations and other sporting organisations have not requested a decision to be extended to have worldwide effect, a decision still may be passed ex officio. A worldwide extension will be approved if a. The person sanctioned has been cited properly b. They have had opportunities to state their case with the exception of provisional measures c. The decision has been communicated properly d. The decision is compatible with the regulations of FIFA e. Extending the sanction does not conflict with public order or with accepted standards of behaviour. The chairperson of the disciplinary committee takes their decision, in principle, without deliberations or orally hearing any other parties, using only the file. 
the chairperson may exceptionally decide to summon the parties concerned. The chairperson is restricted to ascertaining that the conditions of this article have been fulfilled. They may not review the substance of the decision. The chairperson shall either grant or refuse to grant the request to have the sanctions extended. A sanction imposed by an association or confederation has the same effect in each association of FIFA, in each confederation and in FIFA itself, as if the sanction has been imposed by any of them. If a decision that is not yet final in a legal sense is extended to have worldwide effect, any decision regarding extension shall follow the outcome of the association's or confederation's current decision. Review A review may be requested before the competent judicial body after a legally binding decision has been passed if a party discovers facts or proof that would have resulted in a more favourable decision and that, even with due diligence, could not have been produced sooner. A request for review shall be made within 10 days of discovering the reason for review. The limitation period for submitting a request for review is one year after the decision has become final and binding. Official languages. This code exists in English, French and Spanish. In the event of any discrepancy between the three texts, the English version is authoritative. Gender and number. Terms referring to the natural persons are applicable to both genders. Any terms in the singular applies to the plural and vice versa. Specific disciplinary rules. Specific disciplinary rules may be introduced for the duration of a FIFA competition. Such rules shall be communicated to the participating associations or clubs before the first match of the final competition at the latest. Associations Disciplinary Codes The associations are obliged to adapt their own disciplinary provisions to the general principles of the code for the purpose of harmonising disciplinary measures. Article 66, paragraph 3 of this code is considered mandatory in domestic competitions. Upon FIFA's request, the associations must provide FIFA with a copy of their updated regulations. All associations shall also ensure that no one is involved in the management of clubs or the association itself who is under prosecution for action unworthy of such position or who has been convicted of a criminal offence in the past five years. Adoption and Enforcement This code was adopted by the FIFA Council at its meeting in Doha on the 16th of December 2022 and comes into force on the 1st of February 2023. Annex 1 Article 6 of this code establishes the list of disciplinary measures which may be imposed by the FIFA judicial bodies on natural and legal persons. This annex is aimed at providing a list of specific disciplinary measures which may be taken into consideration by the relevant judicial body when deciding on a specific case. For the sake of good order, it is to be noted that the list of disciplinary measures developed in this present annex is not exhaustive, not binding, and is without prejudice to the general principles established under Article 25 of this Code. As a matter of fact, the decisions are rendered on a case-to-case -case basis, and the type and extent of the disciplinary measures are determined by the relevant judicial body in accordance with the objective and subjective elements of the offence, taking into account both aggravating and mitigating circumstances.